Welcome to the spirit world, answering your questions on angels, demons, and how the spiritual and physical worlds interact. And now your hosts, Debbie Giorgiani and Adam Bly. Well, hello there, and welcome to the spirit world. I am Debbie Giorgiani with co-host religious demonologist Adam Bly, and this is your show. We are live today, and so if you would like to call in, you can only make a comment today because we have something special planned for you. So you can call in, and Tim will answer the call, and you can make a comment about what we're discussing today. It's the two movies that are out in the theaters, The Pope's Exorcist and nefarious and we'll be commenting on those and we have two special guests um, before you see the film so you got to listen to this to this broadcast but if you do want to call in you can make a comment and we will hold it over to next week when we do our open forum uh, live mailbag show okay the number to dial is 877-757-9424 is that the correct number? I hope that's the correct number. I hope I gave the right number. I did give the right number. Okay, I just got a thumbs up. We have a couple numbers floating around, Adam, so I want to make sure I gave the correct number for today. Now, Adam, we always begin each and every episode with the St. Michael prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, a special broadcast today, very unique. Two films uh, that are in the theaters right now, The Pope's Exorcist and Nefarious. Lots of things happening on social media, a lot of comments, a lot of reviews. Um, they both came out at the same time, um, and it's it's really quite interesting. Very different films. Um, and so we wanted, we wanted to bring on, this is the first time we've ever done this on The Spirit World, two very special guests. And I want to give a little backstory so that our listeners know exactly what's going on um, um, with this episode. So we, we have Father Carlos Martin, Martins on with us and Father Darren Merlino. Now, Father Carlos Martins, everybody has heard of him with the 1 million downloads to the, the Exorcist Files podcast, doing a fine job. And Father Martins has, he has um, posted a lot of things on Facebook to really get us uh, aware of what's going on with these films. And I, I really appreciate that. And then Father Darren Merlino being the, um, a theological uh, consultant on the set of Nefarious and also had a part uh, to play in the movie as well on that in that movie. So we have both special guests on. Adam, I'm going to let you introduce your friend, Father Carlos Martins. And I say that because there's no accident to this show at all and how everything is unfolding. Father Darren Merlino and I go way back many years. We're friends. Uh, Jerry Usher and Father uh, Darren we're in seminary together years ago um, and it, it's just it, it's all you know connected and then you Adam your dear friend is Father Carlos Martins and we're going to talk a little bit about all this social media buzz that the two of you have very similar names to your very popular book Adam and then of course Father's podcast so we'll get into that as well but I'll turn it over to you so you can introduce your dear friend. Sure. So Father Carlos, 
Father Carlos Martins is a priest with the Companions of the Cross, a religious community with the charism and mission of evangelization. A convert from atheism, he discovered Jesus Christ in the Christian faith where he was when, while he was an undergraduate. He currently serves as the regional coordinator of evangelization for the Archdiocese of Detroit. He travels internationally as an itinerant preacher. And I might add, for, for people that don't know the relic side of his work, he is one of the um, only true experts in terms of um, you know Vatican recognition and uh, ability to work with our first-class relics around the world and so he does a lot of wonderful work with that in addition to his very popular podcast and I just thank you father uh, very much for taking the time to be with us today sure yeah my my pleasure Adam and Debbie good to be on with you as well um, thank you father so father my first thought is, you know, I'm noticing in our, in our time together, we've, we've been involved in this kind of exorcism world now for, for quite a while, more than a decade. Um, and I think, I don't, I don't know what, it, I want to hear your thoughts. I'm noticing an ever increasing, um, ever increasing increase in the interest in possession and exorcism, not only from Hollywood and the producers, but it seems like now social media, um, you know, in the Catholic media world seems to be increasingly interested in this. And, and this is something that for a lot of these years, you know, we've done and, and people have been curious about, but it's not been mainstream. But it seems like now it's becoming mainstream. Do you have any thoughts about why that is? Well, uh, I think there's a number of strands. Um, so this year is the it's the 50th anniversary of of the release of the original, uh, the The Exorcist, and that remains the highest grossing horror movie of all time. Uh, so it 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 is still unsurpassed in in terms of money that it's generated, and it's left such a cultural impact around the world. Um, so, so, so th there's always kind of that, right? That, that, that's always kind of one of the, the satellites kind of in the sky that people are aware of. Uh, and then, you know, I think there is an awareness in Hollywood. There absolutely is an awareness that, and everybody w in Hollywood with whom I've interacted, uh, when they've reached out for a comment from me or to, or to kind of make a proposal to me about an idea, that there's an awareness that, when Hollywood wants to terrify, when when they want to frighten somebody to the core, they don't make a werewolf movie or an aliens movie or a vampire movie uh, or or even kind of like a like a war movie. They create a movie about the devil. There is an understanding that there is a primordial fear in people that can be tapped into when the ancient serpent is depicted that that there's a there's there's a fright there that surpasses everything they can produce um so uh, what's happening this year is is a, a, a unique in that there's one movie that purports to be true to life and that is nefarious the others the other four this year are all kind of you, you would say horror movies that their intention is 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 to be completely fictional uh, and 
they they want to tap into that fear period. Uh, the, the movie that is true to life would be nefarious. And, and um, you know, for me, on my podcast, uh, we were approached by Sony Pictures, uh, the, the, the producers of Russell Crowe's uh, movie. And they requested for Crowe to be a guest on the air. Uh, so they, they, what was proposed would be a 20-minute segment. Now, on my podcast, I, I mean, I do reenactments of exorcisms that I've had on, on this is on the Exorcist Files, um, and I give theological commentary uh, about topics that come up on each episode. I don't have guests, per se, in other words. I may have a theological expert or a psychological expert or, or a physicist or, you know, somebody who has something to contribute in a field, but I don't have, you know, I don't do a guest to, to advertise his movie. Uh, you know, but what I said was, look, if you can, if I can view a screener of the movie, then I will consider it. And they, and they never did provide one. Uh, so, and I, I know, I now know why, because they knew if I had watched it, then I, I wouldn't consent to an interview, which, which I didn't consent anyway. I just renewed my, my, request or or my demand if you will one more time look if you want to be on the show i i need to see that movie and then they they withdrew their request uh, abruptly and then the, the the trailers launched and then i saw why that that they knew that father gabriel amorth who adam as you know was immensely respected in the exorcism world a, a, a phenomenal priest with a great reputation a holy man, and his name is being used to push not only a fictional narrative, but a narrative that is is bogus. Uh, it it the the movie The Pope's Exorcist is is um, is is not only uh, the theme is not only a bogus theme, but it, it if if Father Amorth was alive today. He would rail against that movie. He, he, he would rail against the use of his name in a project that contributed nothing to the gospel, and in fact was a production of the anti-gospel. So what happened uh, right around that same time when the request was, was withdrawn is the makers of Nefarious, uh, who are two devout Catholics, I didn't know who they were, uh, Terry Solomon and Chuck Kozelman, uh, they had written the movie, uh, produced the movie, and directed the movie. They contacted me and they said, you know, Father, Father would you be willing to Father, do hold it, yeah. hold it right there, Father, real quickly. You hear the music. I'm so sorry. Just We're, we're just going to hit the uh, pause button for just a second and we'll come back. Well, a couple minutes and we'll come back and you can just pick up where you left off. We uh, want to give our uh, affiliates a chance to um, have a station break. And when we come back, more with Father Carlos Martins on the uh, movies of The Pope's Exorcist and Nefarious when we come back on the spirit world. Stay with us, please. Have you heard about life coaching? 
Hi, this is Coach Felicity with your Stand Tall Today Coaching Minute. Coaching is one of the things Jesus did with his disciples. Whenever they were stuck, overwhelmed, or even struggling a bit, Jesus asked questions that brought clarity and hope. He then used ongoing conversations that helps them to navigate the path and completely change their lives. Just like the disciples, we too can find ourselves feeling stuck, overwhelmed, and struggling a bit. Maybe you need help in your marriage or with a parenting issue, you're navigating a loss, you want to improve your health, or advance your career. At StandTallToday.com, our experienced coaches will help you to take another look at life, renew your hope, get past those challenges, and step into living abundantly. You can find out more about coaching and schedule a free introductory call by visiting us at StandTallToday.com. Listen, life is too short to stay stuck. Contact us at StandTallToday.com. Can we be happy without God? Atheists say yes, we Christians say yes, but only to a certain extent. What's our reason? There are some natural human desires that can be satisfied without living for God. The desire for sensory pleasure, success, and loving relationships. There are certain desires, however, that can't be satisfied without God. For example, we don't just desire some love, we desire infinite love, love without limit. This is manifest when we get frustrated with imperfect manifestations of it. The same is true for knowledge, justice, and beauty. Since God alone is infinite in these perfections, only He can satisfy our desires for them. Therefore, to borrow from St. Augustine, without God, our hearts would be forever restless. And my friends, a restless heart is an unhappy heart. I'm Carlo Broussard with a ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. The Spirit World continues with Debbie Giorgiani and Adam Light. If you have a question for the show, call 877-757-9424 or email tsw at grnonline.com. Well, actually, it's just a comment for the show today. If you want to call that number, Tim will answer and you can make your comment about about, the uh, the, the discussion we're having today about these two films that are in the theaters right now. And um, see, that was just a quick couple minutes, and we're right back. And Father, I please forgive us so very, very much. You heard the music, and I always hesitate when to, when to jump in, and I, I, want, I want to catch every single syllable of what you're saying. So if you could just rewind just a bit and continue on, that would really help all of us. Sure, yeah, so... So I was, after the, the, uh, my communication with Sony Pictures and Russell Crowe, was contacted by the makers of the movie Nefarious, who are two devout Catholics, and they had approached me offering the, the viewing of their movie uh, in, in, in screener form. So in other words, they would send me a link. I could view it on my computer. And, and they asked me for a comment as to whether I thought the movie was, was true to life or not. And I thought that the movie was easily the, the best movie on demonic possession that has ever been produced. Uh, I thought that the writing was stellar. I thought that the theme was very true to life. And what was unique about it 
is that it's not presented in the horror genre. It's not intended to provoke fear. So in other words, it doesn't purport to tap into demonic rage. It taps into the, the demonic intellectual prowess. How the demon always tries to put his victim, whoever the victim is, into a conundrum. And then he nests that conundrum into other conundra to secure his, his position. Uh, so I thought, I thought it was just very, very well done. Yeah, Father, I did too. I thought, um, yeah, there was a number of turns of phrase that, that just strike me as, you know, very similar to what we, what we see in the sessions. Um, what do you think, for the people out there that are interested in this type of material, and they're hearing that one of these movies is, is accurate and one is not, and in fact did a lot of, you know, harm to Father Amorth's name, how, do you have any thoughts on how to discern between valid and useful projects versus things that are going to lead us astray and give us a bad formation or understanding about these things? Yeah, sure. You know, a good question, because um, we, we certainly, we don't want to give our money and our time to a project that, that is, that there's no life and that, and that that's going to be a waste for us and, and that even builds up. Uh, the kingdom of, of the enemy. Um, you know, certainly what I would say is uh, people that you trust, uh, experts, see what they have to say about the movies and, and, and use that in your discernment. Uh, because I, I do know from many people, just looking on Facebook and other social media outlets, people who have gone to see The Pope's Exorcist, that they, they were sorely disappointed. Um, and, and I do know that they they were confused because they saw Father Amorth's name. Father Amorth has a, a reputation uh, of, of being an exorcist and, and certainly being a man of the church. And then they come and see this film and they're confused because one of the themes of the film, a great big theme, is that there's a conspiracy in the Vatican to cover up a kind of deal or pact with the devil, which is absolutely bogus and 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 the, the, you know to, to the credit of the movies makers to russell crowe's credit uh they, they they identify that as bogus but only after the fact not in the movie but after the fact that the entire thing russell crowe said the entire movie is a, a is a work of artistic license that it, it, it is fiction um, start to finish. So uh, that does come. It, it, it is a contradiction with how the movie was marketed. Uh, mm -hmm. So that is a sore disappointment. But I would say read, uh, observe what what experts of the faith have to say about a movie before you invest your time and money in it. Well, I saw Nefarious too, Father, with my husband, and we, we just thought it left a really strong impact on us. I thought it was, it, it just, it had you thinking about, you know, sin and the consequence of sin and also um, your choices you make in life and how it can be, you know, portals for the demons to come in. And it, it really, it really left a very strong 
lasting impact that I think can help people when they are making their decisions on on, on their next choices in life of are, are they going to offend God? Are they introducing demons, you know, into their life? So so I, I agree with you. I want to thank you so very much because you did an excellent ex- uh, explanation, I think, on um, Facebook uh, where you went through the whole thing about uh, the Pope's exorcist and, and Russell Crowe. And it's kind of upsetting to me, Father, to be honest with you, because I actually like Russell Crowe and he's a great actor in other movies. And and it, it's upsetting because I, I was so disappointed in his responses to Raymond Arroyo in The World Over. I thought it was it was just it was very telling. And and what you're saying about this of taking a, a really good and holy priest as as Father Amorth and, and then using his name to do this Hollywood version, I think, is 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 quite um, I mean, it just goes to show what kind of uh, a world we live in right now. And quite honestly, uh, Father, not to get started on another topic, but there's another movie uh, that's making its uh, national debut here in June, which is the Padre Pio movie with with Shia LaBeouf. Um, In my humble opinion, Father, the same thing's happening there. They're taking Padre Pio's name and and taking uh, a tiny little snippet of his life and and twisting and turning it, and it's the Hollywood version, and because they, 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 they slap his name on on it, then everybody thinks it's okay to see it. And this is why we have to do these, um, you know, social media posts and these, and these broadcasts to get people aware of what's really happening. So I agree with you. And then real quickly in nefarious, I understand there was a 97% audience positive rating for it. So that is phenomenal. And yet the movie's being already pulled from theaters because there's so much competition. I mean, father, this is the kind of world we live in. It's, 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 it's really troubling. I, I can't even I can't even begin to get started because I, I would need like nine hours of a show. Anything you want to comment about that? Yeah. So, you know, the Pope's Exorcist, Russell Crowe's movie, was scheduled to be released on October 13th. And when they discovered that Nefarious was being released on April 14th, they changed their release date to go head to head with with Nefarious. And so what theaters can do, a theater or what, pardon me, what, what, what a production company, a picture company can do, like Sony Pictures, which is gigantic, is then they can say to, to theaters, look, unless you guarantee us 5,000 theaters in the country, then we're not going to give you a blockbuster like Spider-Man. And so what happened was Nefarious went from a release scheduled in 2,500 theaters. They got reduced down to 900. And then after... Uh, last weekend, which of course they went head to head and they lost and they lost because Sony had over over $10 million of an advertising budget, which they spent. Uh, and and so Nefarious now one week later has been reduced by 200 theaters um, in addition. And, and depending on what happens this coming week, it might be pulled from theaters altogether because there's just, two, you know, there's there's a finite number of theaters and and theater owners have to make a decision on what people want and where they're going to make their money. And that's just a reality. So father, I just wanted to mention to people that, cause I know one of the questions in their mind is, well, how do I, how do I determine who's authoritative? How do I determine who's a real expert? Cause there are people out there in the world that just have a web page or a podcast and they claim to be an expert in these areas. And so, so for people, you know, from my perspective, um, there is real authoritative church 
statements on people. So, for instance, Father Carlos uh, Martins, who we have here today as a mandate from the Vatican to do the work he's doing with his podcast and has genuine experience and been involved in the world of training exorcists for more than a decade now. Um, Myself, not that I'm special, but I have a mandate from my bishop that has been recognized by other bishops, and I've trained priests, you know, nationally and now increasingly internationally. And we both have been kind of part of this world in a legitimate way, uh, working for the hierarchy of the church and, and actually helping to train the priests. So when you're looking for somebody authoritative, you want to find somebody who has genuine uh, church-recognized authority, not just a self-proclaimed authority. Does that does that ring true for you, Father? Oh, absolutely, for sure, certainly. Okay. And a final thing, and if you could do this briefly, and then if you could give us a blessing, what are your goals with your podcast, uh, The Exorcist uh, Files? And very similar to my book title, and by the way, everybody, there was there was no malice there. We weren't aware that our projects were being titled in such a similar way until they were kind of already out the gate a little bit. So, so there was nothing intentional there. It was uh, just kind of an accident of the way things fell together. Father, you have a very popular podcast, but what are your goals for people in, in putting together The Exorcist Files? Yeah, so I wanted to give people uh, an, an authentic, truly Catholic an account of what actually happens in an exorcism. And, uh, you know, I had to wrestle for a while uh, I, whether I even wanted to do this. And why I decided to do it was 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 because there is a lot of myth and and frankly as as you just hinted there's a lot of people in this crowding into this space that are purporting to be exorcists and they're nothing of the sort and and even one person has authored a book and they took one of my facebook posts and without authorization for me used it as a chapter in his book so obviously is using that to try to sell books so what i wanted to do was to give people knowledge a catechesis as to how to keep the devil out of their own lives, how that, that you know, give them information on how they can help raise their kids, uh, what truly are the the moral and the spiritual implications of sinning and so forth. And the you know your your listeners, they if they want to listen to the podcast. Uh, the the podcast is called The Exorcist Files. It's available on any uh, podcast platform that that um, that they subscribe to already. If you don't know how to do so, go to the website exorcistfiles.tv and you'll see instructions on how to do it. Great. Thank you so much, Father. So as we're as we're getting towards our, our break here, um, would you be so kind as to give us and our, our listeners a blessing? Sure. Yeah. So may Almighty God descend upon you and uh, all your listeners and their families and all those whom they love. May the angels and saints always accompany you and protect you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank, thank you, Father Carlos Martins. Uh, the um, the Exorcist files uh, well over a million downloads now. God bless you, Father, and all the work you do. It's it's all for us, so we really appreciate it. And will you join us again on a future broadcast? Certainly. Okay, and and we just want to make clear that you and Adam are still very good friends for everybody, right? Absolutely, yes. Okay, God bless you, Father. Thank you so much. 
That was amazing. You hear the music, folks. We're gonna we're gonna go um, to a break. When we come up, when we come back, uh, coming up is Father Darren Merlino, who it uh, was the um, consultant on set for Nefarious, and also had a role in Nefarious as a security guard. So we'll be talking with Father Darren Merlino, and it is a recorded um, interview that we did right before this live show. So I, we want you to stay with us. It's very interesting, and we will be right back. Are you feeling lost in a sea of overwhelm? Hi, this is Coach Felicity with Dan Tall Today Coaching Minute. Many people find themselves challenged with overwhelm. Too many things to take care of, too many people to please, too much work to do. And in spite of their best efforts, they continue to fall behind with this overwhelm coming in like a flood. But that's not the abundant life that Jesus wants you to live. That's why Stand Tall Today has experienced professional coaches that will assist you in dialing down that overwhelm. They'll help you get a grasp on where you are and to create a plan that enables you to take bite-sized steps of action so you can live an abundant life. Why not take your first step right now? Go to StandTallToday.com and find a coach that is just right for you. Because life is simply too short to stay lost in a sea of overwhelm. This is Coach Felicity with your Stand Tall Today Coaching Minute. This is a Messy Family Minute from Mike and Alicia Hernan. When we see how crazy this world is, we can be tempted to isolate our family on a desert island and leave it all behind. Well, that's not really practical. But one thing you can do is take your family away on your very own family retreat. The goal of this retreat is for growth in your family identity and relationships and to give you time to intentionally pray together as a family unit. The four parts of the family retreat are family bonding activities, prayer, teaching, and fun. We've learned that if you're going to pray with your children, you also need to play with them. When parents develop these four aspects of their weekend away with their kids, the results are amazing. Devoting time to your family has a lasting impact on your kids, especially if you make it a tradition every year. To enable more families to do a family retreat, we have put together a short guide to help lead moms and dads through their own retreat planning process. To access this free download, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. The Spirit World continues with Debbie Giorgiani and Adam Bly. If you have a question for the show, call 877-757-9424 or email tsw at grnonline.com. so glad you're with us on the spirit world our second guest for this particular episode is father darren merlino and we're happy to have him on air with us and adam as we were talking um earlier it, it's there's no accident with god right you are friends with father carlos martins and i am friends with father darren merlino so i'm super excited to share a little bit about this wonderful priest and bring him on air so we can uh, discuss the newest 
film, Nefarious, that you and I have both seen and um, we want to comment about. So Father Darren Merlino is a Claritian missionary priest living in L.A. His ordination in the year 2000 was the first ever in U.S. history to be broadcast live via the Internet. He's been an award-winning high school teacher, associate pastor, youth minister for five years, and a successful pastor at Sacred Heart Church in Prescott, Arizona. And that's where uh, Father Darren and I became uh, closer friends because I live in Arizona as well and and had a home in Prescott, Arizona for 10 years. Um, But what's really cool about Father's um, priesthood is is now he's following his original calling to the priesthood, evangelizing through the media as founder of Catholic Media Missionaries, the host of the series Hound of Heaven. And uh, there's a new podcast, Hound of Heaven, coming out, and Father will share that. But you can learn more about Father on his website at cmm the number one dot org. And with that, welcome Father Darren Merlino to the Spirit World. Thank you, Debbie. I'd love to be here. This is this is an honor. Appreciate it. Well, this is the first time we've ever had guests and we um, had Father Carlos Martins on the first half of the show, and you are helping to close this this broadcast. And you and Adam met for the first time um, this morning, so that's yes. exciting. <laughs> Yeah, and so, Adam, why don't I let you ask the first questions about Nefarious? We both saw the film, Father, and we have so much to say about it. But, Adam, you go first. Sure. So, yeah, again, Father, it's nice to meet you. I thought the film really did a good job of conveying both some of the facts about how demons think and operate, but more importantly, I think, conveyed the absolute hatred and lack of anything kind of positive or redeeming or, you know, that you could appeal to in them in terms of their hatred of us and their hatred of God. But what I'm curious about for you as an advisor on the film, what is it that you were maybe hoping for to get across to people yourself as a priest who was advising on the film? What were your hopes or, or, you know, that you were kind of praying for that people would get out of this movie? My hope would, would was going to be it's like from the screw tape letters, C.S. Lewis books, screw tape letters, and how I always call it preaching the gospel in reverse. And my hope was that people would understand how much the devils hate us, that there really is an agenda towards us. They really have a mission to bring as many souls to hell as possible. We all, we all, as Catholics and Christians, our, our goal is to bring souls away from hell and away from the devil and to bring them into eternal life. So my hope, my hope when I was reading it, and that's what their hope was as well, was like, okay, we really want people to see how the devil works and how he thinks and see how more active in, in this world than, you, than you're giving him credit, but not give him every credit, but at least to show you this is where he works here, this is where he works there, and it's not, nothing's by accident. It's not just by it's not by it's not by throwing dice on the ground. This is just what happens. But to be it's very calculated and it's very precise how the demons work. And I really one of the lines of that was interesting is that we under we understand the value of patience. And so you can see throughout history how the devils work throughout history, especially in Hollywood and TV, and how it went from really nice and innocent to all hell broke loose. And so I think that you see uh, how the the devil or the nefarious character uh, really is calculated and, and, and there's really a lot more uh, 
thrust from, from, the, from the powers of hell to really destroy humanity. And what their goal is, is to really dest- is to destroy the gift of God, which is humanity. Mm-hmm. And Father, if I could ask a follow-up question. Sure. Um, over the years, I've had a lot of, you know, producers from Hollywood contact me about different projects, and a lot mm-hmm. of them are, are very kind of misguided attempts to film exorcisms and things like that. And that's a regular thing. One thing that I've I've noticed over time is it's so rare up until just recently that media projects that are actually accurate make it to the screen. And I think I've noticed... I've noticed over the years, and I think, that a lot of people kind of take all this as catechesis and as formation. If it's on a screen, it's true. Right. Are you are you noticing, given that you consult on multiple projects in Hollywood, are you noticing that trend also, that there's more stuff coming out or in the works that's trying to be more accurate versus just sensational? Uh, I actually have, this is the first project I ever got associated with. Uh, I, I don't have a lot of like with the other movie that Father Carlos talked about, the Pope's Exorcist. Uh, what one of the things that we were trying to do with this film was to try to be as accurate as possible. Um, we the other thing is that still there's always seems to be a lack of accuracy, or they change the the history around in the movie because sometimes screenwriters will say you know don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, so sometimes they change the facts. And so, uh, but in this case, this was all story, not not a true uh, uh, a story. Um, there's there is something about the there is a, there is something about technical advisors being used in Hollywood to make sure things are accurate. Because most people now kind of like, well, if you're going to make a movie, you better make it accurate. Uh, you always see, you know, based on true events or based on the true stories, all that kind of stuff. Uh, in this case, it wasn't it wasn't based on it, it wasn't based on any uh, events. But when you like the, with the Pope's Exorcist and other movies, they take the they take the information and they change it. So it just so either protect the names or just because the story isn't as exciting as they want it to be. And uh, there is there there's even with war movies and other historical biop biopics and all that kind of stuff, you see a little bit more uh, people going towards truth and, and understanding the story better. Uh, Still, this you know, uh, there's still hasn't been a, a fully pure, hundred percent accurate uh, possession film that I've seen yet. But this one's really close. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There was a few things that that I thought were a little bit off or a little bit inaccurate. But the the most important thing, getting the the general flavor or feel of what a demon is like, I thought was spot on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have wow. any questions, Great. I do. I do. Great questions, though, Adam. Um, fa- we're speaking with Father Darren Merlino. Um, he is our second guest today on The Spirit World. So if you didn't catch uh, Father Carlos Martins, please go back to the um, um, podcast and uh, listen to the whole entire um, episode. But Father Darren, um, Marty and I watched it together, uh, the movie Nefarious. I thought it was excellent. I, You know, it left an impact on me uh, very, you know, you, you you walked away with this idea of you know I better be really careful about the choices I make because it has consequences. I better you know it it's lasting, um, it has an impact on others. Uh, it really offends God, um, and then of course the whole demonic um, influence there. But the thing I just want to switch gears a bit, just because you know of course because we know you, we love you, yep. and we and we are friends. We were we were so looking forward to. Ha- 
um, seeing you in the film and you play a security prison guard. We, we caught that, but you didn't have a speaking role. How did you not land us? I mean, how did you not get a speaking role? Uh, I, oh gosh, uh, this is, I did get it and it's something we can't talk about publicly, but I had it and let's just say the whole movie was a, a devil versus God tennis match. God won, wow. of course, but the devil had some good aces in there. And my line getting cut was one of those ace serves. And that's a, one we can have privately, but we can't talk publicly. Wow. So you had a yeah. lot of challenges, a lot of resistance, uh, a lot of things oh, happen. Yes. And uh, the devil did try to take my life. I don't know if you had mentioned it in other recordings, but what I had, I had my appendix removed in the middle of the shooting. Uh, my doctor, when he was cutting, I, I, this is the short version of it. When the doctor woke when the next 24 hours after my appendix got taken out at the hospital, he comes in and says, yeah, I just want to let you know that when I cut your appendix, it literally bursted and you were, and you were what we call a tweener. You almost died, but we don't know how much, we don't know how much time you had between your appendix bursting and me and me having surgery. It could have been minutes. It could have been hours. We do not know. All I know is that when I touched my knife into your appendix, it just blew up. And then I had to, you know, get rid of all the, the debris and the infection and, yeah, uh, but it was on, it was on Our Lady of Fe Feast Day of Our Lady of Guadalupe, December twelfth, when the operation happened, and then on December thirteenth, uh, the cleaning lady came in and, her, uh, and she was cleaning my room. And December thirteenth is the feast day of Saint Lucy, and the mm -hmm. woman's name was Lucille, who was cleaning my room. So I knew then that God had my back, but He allowed me to to almost die, not even knowing it, that I almost died uh, during the filming of this uh, this great movie, Nefarious. Wow, you you guys went I mean, and I heard there was there were other situations on set and with the other oh. um, actors. Yeah. yeah. And we 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 saw all of that on Facebook. Actually, there's a lot of information being spread on Facebook, um, really positive about Nefarious. I hope folks go to see it before it, it, it is um, uh, taken out of the movie theaters, because I understand that there's a, a just an abundance of films coming coming up, and so there's not enough screens to show all the films, and and then the Pope's Exorcist uh, back to back release with with Nefarious. So we really need yeah. to to um, support the really good films that are going to help us on our on our faith life. And so Nefarious is definitely one of those films, and uh, we encourage our listeners. Um, but also, I've been saying too, Father, just real quickly that. Um, you know, if you're not in a in a healthy emotional place or a stable place in your life or you just can't handle, you know, really heavy things, this may not be the movie for you in that sense. Um, Marty and I walked away from the movie really having a very a solid, good impact on the fact that, you know, it, it helped us to, um, you know, march forward in our faith life. And so with that, it was a real positive. And I think that's where you're getting all the positive comments that, that the fact that evil is real we better be really careful we're messing around and and really offending god and we're we're opening up these channels for the demons to come in with our choices that we make and the sins that we commit and so that is a really necessary uh very hard direct statement that needs to be communicated in in this very dark world so uh, with that please tell everyone um behind the scenes at nefarious um you know thank you for going through 
what they went through to bring this film to us. I thought the lead actor um, was amazing. I thought the acting was phenomenal. But I will tell you, we did when we did see you as the prison guard, um, we did scream out, Marty and I. We said, "There's Father Darren," and you do have that movie. <laughs> you do have that movie star quality. So, um, so kudos to you and on making Thank it. You. Yeah, that was awesome. Anything you want to talk about of uh, about the acting? Because I thought the acting was phenomenal. So first thing I noticed right away, uh, we we even, we even had a strike on the set. The the Ayatsi Union over in New York did a mafioso thing and told everybody to walk off the set. So we uh, so the, the the devil was trying to make sure the film was even shot. Period. And but uh, God and four days later got the crew together. We finished the film. So when I was watching uh, Sean uh, in 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 the rotundo, where, uh, where most of the conversation between uh, Sean, the, the nefarious character, and Jordan, the psychiatrist, I, don't, I was saying I, I was I said to Carrie, I said he's really good. I go, this is be- I'm actually believing this. I'll tell you right now, when we were doing the the, the dead man walking scene. Uh, I had tears in my eyes. It was so real. I was like, oh, my gosh, what would it be like if I was a guard who actually brought so many each other death? I was just mm-hmm. – it really overwhelmed me. And I, when Sean was doing so, – I go, gosh, Sean is I, – I go, I go, Carrie, you've got to put his name in for a nomination for an Oscar. There's just mm-hmm. – and he goes, I think, well, we might, we might. And then afterwards, after they saw the full performance, like, oh, yeah, they're actually going to – they're actually going to the Academy and, and put his name in. Not that he'll get it or even get nominated. But at least uh, they're going to do him a solid, at least put his name um, in there because he totally nailed it. Uh, we, uh, Marty and I completely agree. And you're, you're refer- you are mentioning the, the lead actor, Sean Patrick Flannery. And we said the same thing. I turned to Marty. I said, this guy should get an Academy Award. I mean, th- it was incredible how he was able to get into character and to have the um, facial expressions and the emotions that are associated with with being demon possessed and all that. I mean, I thought it was phenomenal, but um, I know Adam wants to uh, ask a, just a couple more questions. I know we got to let you go in just about a minute or two, but just, I just want to uh, um, have our listeners go to your website, father, because you're, you're doing um, such amazing work. Plus we didn't even get into, you know, your book, 30 days unplugged, how yeah. a Catholic priest turned off his, his iPhone and took a call from God. I love that. But folks, <laughs> you can, you can check out every, Everything and you can follow Father Darren Merlino at this website. It's really easy. C M M. That's that's Charlie Mary Mary, the number one dot org. O R G. Okay, so Adam, um, go right ahead. Sure. So Father, um, if somebody comes away from watching this movie and they say, "Wow." You know, I'm actually really thinking about God maybe for the first time or I'm rethinking the reality of the spiritual world and the spiritual life. If they wanted to, like, take a first step moving in a positive direction towards God and learning about God and, and more about this, as opposed to learning about demons necessarily, but but really saying, like, okay, I want to learn the big picture um, is there a place that you think would be good for them to start either online or book wise, or is it the Bible? Um, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. You know, it's really interesting because we, you know, we have fallen away Catholics or non-practicing Catholics. You have a uh, non-believers. Uh, one of the, one of the horror film, uh, websites was a fallen away Catholic now turned atheist who picked up on the, uh, the, the quote-unquote propaganda of, of Catholicism and Christianity in the horror film genre 
if you will, psychological thriller. Uh, that you know, <clears throat> there, it, it's so it's it can go anyway. Some of it's intellectual, some of it's emotional, and it's so hard to figure out. I am when it comes to emotional, like wh- who do I talk to? There's there's uh, Catholics Come Home Network for that. Uh, there's uh, Catholic Answers uh, for like intellectual uh, information. Uh, there's my website if they want to reach out to me and I can help them. I can guide them for whatever their specific, um, cause I have a, I have a contact spot on the bottom. They can email me, uh, or, or, or call my, uh, my, my business line. So I think that those are places that they can go to, to at least start the conversation. I can't remember on the, uh, who is nefarious website. If there was a contact us at this, if there's, uh, if there's somebody even monitoring to that, I can't remember. You have to look at the website, the whoisnefarious.com, and see if there's a, a way to contact the, the producers there as well. Uh, but I think Catholic Answers, um, um, Catholics Come Home Network, um, I'm trying to think of any others that stick out. I can't think of any other than those two right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my website. Well, that's that's uh, fantastic that we can check out all those those sites. Um, but Father, I know you're off to say mass. Please remember the spirit world listeners. Please in mass yes. today. Thank you. And uh, and before we let you go, I just wanted to encourage our listeners. Um, uh, if you can get to the movie theaters quickly, go there because it, it uh, Nefarious got a 97 percent audience score. That is amazing. Yes. Yeah, yes. that isn't that's incredible. So way to go, Father. You're doing great work for all of us. We appreciate it. Thank you for saying yes to your vocation. Um, we really we we just we're going to be following you on your future projects, um, the Hound of Heaven podcast and the others. So we're excited about that. Stay well, stay safe, and Father. Um, with that, could you give us an, and all the Spirit World listeners a blessing, please? May Almighty God bless you, keep you, protect you, and bring you all to eternal life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Father Darren Merlino, you are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. God bless you. <laughs> Thank Talk you. Soon. Wow. That was that was amazing. I uh, incredible two interviews uh, with Father Carlos Martins and Father Darren Merlino. Uh, we um, we wow. You know, Adam, I'm I'm listening. I'm kind of taking it all in. Um, you know, and I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around everything that's going on with Hollywood and this world. And you know, there's a lot we're up against. And you know, with these two great priests out there trying to give us the information ahead of time, so that we can make good choices, so that we don't just kind of get get swept up in all this Hollywood drama and then get get off track. And couple things as Folks were listening to Father Martins and um, to Father Merlino. Um, You were sending in comments, and uh, we agree with so many of the comments. Um, One of our listeners sent in a comment saying, put it it on video, put Nefarious on video, and let the Christian world buy it up. So that's an excellent idea. Thank you so much. That came in from New Jersey. And then um, uh, one of our dear listeners from New York said they would like to have Father Merlino, uh, Darren Merlino, back on the Spirit world so that they can learn more about that all the interesting stories behind the scenes so the comments are coming in folks that's great it seems like you really like what we uh, uh, prepared for you for this show let me just share something real quickly before you comment Adam Um, this 
broadcast was very hard to do. We had two guests on. Um, we are a live uh, call-in show. You were making your comments, dear listeners. We we uh, had the interview with Father Darren Merlino right before the show. It had to be put into the show at the perfect timing. And I just wanted to say there was a lot of moving parts. So we want to definitely give a very big shout-out and thank you to Tim Mott, who is doing and supervising everything. Our producer, Taylor Van Est, you are incredible. You guys are just, you know, you have our back on this. You're trying to make sure our listeners hear just a seamless production on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. And I think you did a great, great job. We also want to thank Mario Perez. Thank you so much for the promotions that you did on on social media for us. And also we have to thank EWTN that uh, I heard it on on EWTN radio um, all day long that this this show is coming, coming up. So I hope folks download it. I hope they keep it. I hope they share it on Facebook book and so any comments on our two wonderful guests adam well deb yeah i think it went very well i i found it very compelling and interesting and 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 i think useful um i want to just go back you know here at the end and echo something you said earlier and that is you know this material um when it when it's valid when it's true when it's useful it's still difficult material so you know we're not saying that that you should fill your life with movies you know about these topics you know even if they were all valid remember that psychologically it has an impact to kind of fill your imagination with these kind of images and sounds and so we don't want to we don't want to rely on this material as our primary way to learn about the spirit world and about god we want to learn enough to stay out of trouble which is kind of i think the goal of our show overall but we don't want to develop an undue fascination or an obsession with the demonic and the demonic stuff in the media we want to have a healthy awareness of it enough to stay out of trouble but don't go out there and try to do exorcisms or you know uh, meaning you know for lay people to go around and try to play around with these things it's a very serious matter needs to be discerned carefully medical and mental stuff needs to be ruled out and this is not something to uh, watch watch a few movies and then go out and try to get involved in uh, improperly so learn from it benefit from it but if it's too much it's okay to stay away away from it and don't let it become, you know, your whole media life, if that makes sense, Deb. Absolutely. Well said, Adam. Um, okay, so uh, coming up, I want to share with our listeners, if you liked this broadcast, again, please share the podcast and like us on Facebook. We want to grow the family there. It's um, at the Spirit World Podcast, and that's where you can hear all the previous episodes of the Spirit World. You can also send in um, your comment, your question uh, by email to TSW at online online.com. Okay, that's where you can send the emails because, uh, Adam, next week we have a live open forum and mailbag show. So open forum, mailbag show, that means call in and send in your questions, okay? It's going to be an exciting show to close out the month of April. And until next Saturday, folks, we really love you and we wish you a beautiful and blessed week. We'll see you real soon. <laughs>